0: We're going to get right into the nitty gritty, the practical and tactical things that you can apply today to put this into practice and see some real results from leveraging the law of attraction and from manifesting something that you genuinely want. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, if you recall from last time, we covered the fundamentals of manifesting, understanding the law, following the rules of the law, getting in the right mindset, setting out the actual mental habits and all the framework to actually enable this to happen. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, I encourage you to go back, listen to them again, because remember, it, this is all a heart and soul and mindset thing, so if, if you are not calibrated at this time, none of this is gonna work, right? So you gotta go back and really absorb those episodes. Listen to them a few times if you need to. To the, the mindset habits, the seven mindset habits, and the four fundamentals that I covered in episode one. So that's episode one and two. And then in episode three, there was uh, more on, on how to stage yourself up for success here. So in this episode, we're gonna talk about how to actually manifest something. So when it comes to manifesting, as I said before, you have to understand the rule, you have to play by the rules and you have to be in the right mindset. You have to set your frequency and your vibration to a place where you're able to receive. Most people are tense and are not in the high vibration of what it is that they want to receive. So when those are all in order, then you can get to actually manifesting. So the best way to get started is to, as we discussed in the last episode, know what your vision is. You have to understand what it is that you want. And the best way to get going there is just make a mood board, right? Make a vision board, make a Pinterest board, whatever it is, however you translate what's in your mind and what's in your heart onto paper or onto the onto the screen, go ahead and put together a mood board. So whether that, you know, for me it was like living by the beach was a you know, picture of a guy surfing, a nice beach house, uh, also the car that I wanted and, you know, a beautiful woman. This was actually prior to me meeting my fiance and it's, you know, it's all kind of come into place. When I think back on my mood board, ironically, almost everything on that mood board has been actualized and, and realized. But anyway, you're going to want to put all of the things that you want to eventually manifest onto the mood board. And then we're going to practice with something small, as I mentioned. You don't have to put that on the mood board. I mean, of course you can, um, but this is also more of a feeling thing. So I'm going to teach you how to feel into receiving that item of your desire, whatever it is, whether it's a, a person, a place, or whatever. And that, that, that will be a little practice that we do later, but you can go ahead and include it on the mood board. Then once you get it kind of built out in the, the visual representation of what you know, you're thinking, feeling and seeing for yourself, your vision, et cetera, then I recommend making uh, a, a manifesting journal, right? So write down the ideas. And for me, you know, there's, there's a, a, a very critical component of this that I haven't talked about that much up until now, but now that we're putting it into practice, I really wanna put a lot of emphasis on this. And that is the sense of detachment, right? To not feeling Attached to it. It's, it's that simple. And I'll explain what I mean about you know, having a sense of detachment. But in your manifesting journal, it makes a lot of sense to go ahead and write it down. Write it down once, put it on paper, let the, let the universe know that this is you know, where my sales are pointed. This is what I want. This is what I'm I'm setting out my rockets of desire for. So you got your mood board and you got your manifesting journal, you got a few things written down. Remember, in your journal, you can really just make that like word vomit. Just write down anything that comes out. And again, that's a, a really good way to refine and calibrate your vision, you know, from a heart, body, and soul level. You wanna write it out so that, you know, after a few days you can come back to it, you can refine it. You know, what with any writing I do, I always, you know, put the first draft down and wait at least a day so I can kind of marinate on it. And, you know sink in and then make revisions to it so again it's another practice of, of non attachment where you write it down and it's like this isn't a final draft this is just you know an initial ideation session and then you can begin to refine that over time but you got your mood board you got your manifesting journal and then uh, next is we're going to set out the object of our desire so when it comes to manifesting The bigger the thing that you're trying to manifest, the higher your vibrations have to be, the higher your state of awareness has to be, the more, it it just takes more, right? So obviously like anything else, you want to start with something small. So when it comes to manifesting something small, uh, there's an activity that I think is is very easy to do and it's it's a great way to uh, materialize it, right? So here's what you're going to do. We all have a phone, right? I'm filming on a few of my phones right now, this is a very simple, familiar thing, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to set out an intention to receive a text message from somebody who is not somebody that we talk to every day, but not a complete stranger, right? So you don't want to, you know, do it with your, your, you know, crush who you met like a week ago because the, it's good, just going to be harder to calibrate the, the energetic signals, right? Because you don't understand them as well and they don't understand you as well. But if it's somebody like an old friend or a cousin or somebody that you care about uh, that you would like to hear from but you haven't talked to recently, that's kind of the perfect person. Maybe a, like a, an old best friend or something like that or a family member or whatever. So, what you're going to do is you're going to take out your phone, you're going to close your eyes and sit back, take a deep breath. Slow down, you know, go through the meditative practices, feel into the moment, feel into your body, take a deep breath, and just be for a moment with your phone in your hand. And then in your mind's eye, with your eyes closed, you're going to visualize that text message coming in. And you're going to, in your mind's eye, you're going to notice the the notification on your phone, you're going to see the person's name pop up, you're going to see their message pop up if you you have uh, message previews on. And then continually continue visualizing that, what the feeling that you would get inside as that message is coming in, any feelings of excitement, you know, just feel what it's like when that person texts you, right? Go through the whole process. Visualize opening that message, what you would say in response, how you would, you know, feel it in your body, feel it in your mind, feel it in your heart, and just go through that process. And then... Afterward, you, of course, can put your phone down and do all that, but we're going to set it off into the world now, right? And this isn't something that you have to really monitor or be proactive in, per se. Remember, and this is the important thing I wanted to talk about earlier, which is the sense of uh, non-attachment, right? We're going to set out the intention for this person to text us right? And then we're going to leave it up to the universe. Let it do its work. The issue with thinking about it too often is that we often get stuck of thinking about the void. So-and-so hasn't texted me yet. And in that case, you're actually resisting. When you think about the lack of it, you are preventing it from coming into your existence. So you have to Avoid the temptation to think about the fact that they haven't texted you yet. So this is where the non-attachment comes in. So you set out the intention. You feel what it's like to actually experience that. You live it. You be it. You feel it. And, and you get those sensations. I did that activity while I was guiding you through it. So I actually felt what it was like when somebody texted me. And I visualized the notification coming up and then opening it. And, you know, this was my best friend. So I'm, I know exactly what it like, feels like when he texts me so it was a very familiar feeling so that's something that's easy to acclimate yourself with energetically and now we're going to leave it be it's it, again it's really important that you don't become neurotic about this that you don't monitor it that you don't kind of over obsess about it it's 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 just the practice of allowing and that is the the pinnacle that most people this is the the, the linchpin of manifesting that most people miss is that they, they think that thinking about it more often is going to bring it, when in practicality, thinking about it often results in thinking about the, the, the lack thereof. So, um, for example, if I wanted to manifest a Lamborghini, instead of thinking about has that Lamborghini come yet? Oh, I haven't gotten it yet, blah, blah, blah. That, that whole kind of mental uh, monologue or that mental track. Instead of thinking about it, I'm going to feel it. So instead, the, the way that I would feel it would visualize and um, conceptualize the Lamborghini being parked in my garage. What kind of feeling would it give me in my stomach, in my chest, in my body? How, how would I show up to meetings? How would I be knowing that I got my dream car, right? Knowing that I've reached a level of success that is you know, beyond anything I could have dreamed or imagined. And so that confidence, that levity, that energetic frequency, when you get onto calls, knowing you have a Lamborghini parked outside, you're going to feel more excited and more motivated. That's part of why we buy things is because they inspire us. Right? It's like when I moved into my old apartment and I had a, uh, you know, 30 foot ceilings in a penthouse and all this natural light. Every day I wake up there I would be so inspired and not because of the vanity reasons but because I actually felt good being in that space. It inspired me and so then when I showed up to calls, I had this kind of subconscious confidence that came with, you know, I've got a beautiful penthouse, this is my dream home, I'm, all the things that come with that, right? So it's more about living it at a subconscious level than actively thinking about it. And that's that's what we're going for here. We're going for the feeling, not the thinking, right? So what does it feel like when that person texts you? So act and be, just be yourself as if you had already received that message, right? The whole point is to, uh, to personify or to become, that new you with that, you know, object of your desire, rather than thinking about, do I have this in my hands right now? No. Right? And so there's a very thin line there and that's where we have to be careful because it can create a sense of disappointment if we are trying to manifest something and trying is a trite endeavor in itself, which is the whole reason that we have to have a sense of non-attachment along with it. Because if we think about the fact that we don't have it, of course it's going to feel bad. Right. And so you get the reverse effect. And then you end up in this perpetual cycle where negative things are happening to you. And you're like, I already manifested my dream car, how come it hasn't come yet? And and just saying that, I can feel how it feels inside, knowing that I don't have that. And then it's like, oh, uh, another reminder that I'm not as successful as I want to be or as I thought I am, or whatever. So instead of thinking about it, we're gonna feel it. Right. So just to review the activity, you're gonna Take out your phone, you're going to close your eyes. You're going to picture a a text message coming through from somebody that you care about, somebody that you miss. You're going to breathe into it. You're going to feel it and take, just take a moment to feel what the sensation is when they first text you, what their message might say. It could be something as simple as, Hey, or what's up bro. And then when you open the message, how are you going to respond? What are you going to say? What are you going to feel? And run that process so that is a very easy way to make it happen right and so when I run this process when I you know want to manifest something small like that for that particular manifestation, I typically see results within one to twenty four hours so a day to an hour to a day um, it may take you longer it depends on how how much you've been resisting or how how much you've been Uh, thinking about about the lack thereof, but if you're truly feeling and being that which you are manifesting, if you already have it, if you already have the feeling, you have tuned your frequency to that which you're manifesting, right? So, and, and even, you know, having this conversation with you right now, I can feel it inside the sensation that I get when my best friend texts me. And so, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he texted me while this was happening, while I was manifesting that. And I'll be curious because I'm going to open my phone after this and I'll see. But, you know, like I said, it can take a day, an hour to a day in most cases, but it can take longer in other cases. Again, it just depends if you are uh, obsessing over it. We don't want to be obsessing over it. We don't want to be thinking about it. We want to be feeling it and being it. And this is why a manifestation is so hard for so many people, because we are in a world of uh, active stimulation all the time. So we are used to the, the the prod of excitement, and so if we have to step away from that and be without for a few moments, it feels weird. And so most people never slow down enough to actually just feel something. In fact, they're being bombarded with notifications, and so. They never really know how they feel. They're just constantly reacting to forces from the outside. So that that's why a lot of people can't manifest things. Now, as for my own manifestation story, a few episodes ago, I told you about how I manifested my dream car, a Mercedes G-Class. And prior to that, I had been manifesting it for a while. Uh, when I was ready to actually manifest it, I, as you may recall, I borrowed my friend's car and I actually drove it for a week. So I was being that, right? And then sure enough, like a month and a half later, I had the car. The money and the location and the ideal car all came into, into place for me. So it can, it can work on a much larger level. But on a small level, the first time I ran a, a, a test manifestation, if you will, I, uh, I imagined or I summoned into my existence a, a dog that looked like my dog. My old dog was very unique looking. He was a dachshund mixed with the King Charles and some kind of terrier. So he was like a little brown and black dachshund, long-haired dachshund type of thing. And really cute dog. And he passed away. And so uh, I wanted to remember him. So I summoned another dog that looked like him into my space. Now, I remember this, this time it took me about two months to manifest him. But... Here's the difference. I remember checking in like a week after, a few weeks after, three weeks after and talking to my fiance and I was like, you know, how come we haven't seen so-and-so, you know, how come we haven't seen Santo? I've, you know, we, we manifested him and we haven't seen him. And that actual conversation right there was blocking it, right? Because we were thinking about the lack of it, right? Oh, we haven't seen him yet. Instead of thinking, "Oh, it was so nice to see Santo," it, it, it brings back such good memories when I have Santo around. It makes me feel so happy when I get to pet him, and so on. So one is thinking about the lack, and the other was being right. And so after that, I said, "You know, let's, you know, give this back to the universe. Let's not uh, discuss it or talk about it. Let's just be it." And then literally the next day i was in the van store buying a new pair of shoes and i don't know i was like buying them for my fiance's birthday or something like that and the the woman in the store somehow brought up dogs and you know i told her you know i have two dogs and blah blah blah, and she's like oh can i show you a picture of mine and i was like yeah sure i'd love to see them, you know and she she takes out a picture of her dog because it was her dog's birthday and she shows me a photo, and it literally looked exactly like Santo, my old dog. It was um, a small, probably like 15-pound black and brown long-haired dog. And it, it, it looked so much like Santo that I was just like, whoa, it just happened. And so in that moment, I realized, wow, I had just manifested that. Because, again, trying is trite, right? It's... it's Wanting something that you don't have when you're trying to get it. And, and until I released that sense of trying, until I released sense of, uh, the sense of lack that was coming from not having the dog, then it came into my space. And this random woman who's a you know, sales you know, person at band showed me hers. And she's like, I have another one. And it turned out she has two dogs that look just like mine. And it all kind of made sense for me. And I was like, wow, there you go. So it wasn't that long after that I, I, you know, took my manifestation to to much larger things and you know manifested the car and stuff like that. But the important part was that I started with something small and you should too. And if you are not getting the object of your manifestation, you need to uh, kick it into neutral and you know take your hands off the wheel and just let it happen. The universe will make it happen. You just have to allow it. It's a it's a state of allowing, and the state of allowing means that the submission of control. We no longer have control of this. We're giving up control of it, trusting that it will come, and then acting, being, and feeling as if we already have it. So that is the simplest, easiest way to, uh, to one, prove to yourself that manifestation is real, two, build some trust in the law of attraction, and then three, get on your journey to manifesting and attracting things into your existence that you genuinely want. All right, I hope this has been fun and helpful for you. If you have questions, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Ask me if you want to talk through manifesting for yourself. Let me know if this episode was helpful or fun or whatever. Make sure to share it with somebody who you care about. Maybe they try the manifesting activity with you as well. And, and the next episode, the last episode of this series, I'm going to go through all the, the, all the steps of tuning your frequency to setting your emotional set points to you know working your emotional guidance system to allowing to receiving to removing the sense of lack and so on so we're going to go much deeper in the next episode to kind of round it up but for now go ahead and give it a try manifest a text from an old friend or a cousin or whatever and then when it happens shoot me a message i'd love to hear about it maybe share your story all right we'll see you in the next episode ciao